0: is the NXT After Show on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Uh, Dom Dom, is he gonna be getting a little bit of a spanking from his dad? Is Ron gonna be tabled?
1: Wait and see. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5,
0: 4,
2: 3, 2, 1, 0. <laughs> Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
1: <laughs> that was high <laughs> back. Hey, hey, everybody, happy Thursday. I hope you guys had a fantastic week. I am Katrina, creator of In Cat We Trust, but also one of the hosts and writers of Women's Wrestling Talk, as said stated previously, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And I am here. With, you know, because we are everybody's favorite duo. <laughs> I am here with my twinny twin, my sis, everything, Sunshine. Shayna, how are you today? uh You know what? I just had a Red Bull, so, you
0: know, I'm awake. So, you know, that's good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean I had a really weird week because you know personal shenanigans, however, everything else has been okay. Everything has been pretty good. I' just personal shenanigans. but we I'm you know clean shit. Um, but this was a cool episode of NXT. I was like, oh, trauma It's like a drama. Um, I, I was with it. How, what were your initial thoughts on this week's NXT? They ate
0: that. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I definitely tweeted about it because I was very upset with what I had to deal with the day before on Monday. And thankfully, NXT, they picked the ball, was dropped. They picked that ball up and they ran and they they hit that home run. So that I know I just said like three different, uh you know, ball games just now. But you know what I
1: mean. <laughs> they did their drop. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It was definitely an entertaining hey Joseph, it was definitely an entertaining episode. And, you know, considering we did have Summer Slam, you know, this past weekend. And, you know, there was a few things I was highly annoyed with. Highly, highly annoyed with. I was disgusted. Really nice. Annoyed is a nice word. I was disgusted. Oh no, there was a lot of, I was, when Cody, listen, the amount of stuff that came out of my mouth when that happened, I was really like, me and the TV had that. I was like, what, what is this? What is D shenanigans? It's like Brock caused me trauma for years for Cody to just be like, hey guys. And I'm like, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Brock has caused me trauma. He has hurt so many people that I wanted to win, but because of Cody, because it's Cody Rhodes. He goes okay, and right off to the fucking sunset till next year. Get real. No, I was upset, and I was okay with the Roman, and I was. Do you know why? I was okay with that because it's the least I can get. Because Cody, and you know whatever. But and then I did feel a way about Danielson. The- <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about like, the confusion. How how you
0: break someone's arm and then it's like you know what kid? You're all right. Let's handshake it. We're done. <sighs>
1: I was, like, get out. I was so bad. First of all, the fact that Brock's shirts just went surprise. Hey hey, Jeffrey. Um wait, what do you mean give it a hand? Well we give it a hand no. Cody see, and Sam like this yet, they're doing do shenanigans. Clearly, like nobody cares about the story, okay? Yeah, I had I had to because I didn't get to have a summer stamp after because I was working, okay? But no. No, 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 no. Pure shenanigans. So, you know, NXT. Made me feel a lot better for going into this week because I wasn't happy with this Cody stuff, okay. And I was—I did have to say, while I do think the Finn and Seth match was good. Um, I do think Damian Priest was doing the absolute okay. All, <laughs> right, all right, why do you need an extra? Like he a, like, yeah, like, like the, the look. i like, he's looking at him like, mm. like what are you doing that for Damien? Like just
0: they ate yeah, that match up, just, your honor.
1: It was it was a good match though. It was was a fantastic match.
0: match. Leather pants just come ruining everything. I'm so tired of this man. They need to shut down leather pants, honestly. Like I'm so through with it.
1: So like I was just like, why are we playing this game? Because you know. (laughs) Why you do that to him? But you know, Finn will have his time. I I have to believe that Finn will have should have his time. I I feel like at some point his time will come, you know. I don't, I don't know. I see. I want to say this, but I feel like if he goes to the other, br- like we have to go to a brand where they have to do well because you can't. You know can't bring. In, I feel like he goes to AEW. He's going to be part of them. Battle. He's going to be part of them. The Royals.
0: And go back to New minute, Japan, Your Honor.
1: New Japan, I'll be okay with because he was great in New Japan. But you put him, you put him at like A-W, so I'm going to be upset because I'm like now we, all of a sudden he's going to be talking to MJF like he's trash, and I'm going to be upset. You know what? If he walks in
0: there two days later, they're going to be like.
1: Bullet club leaders, go at it. Jay White, where you at? I don't have time for that. I don't have time for the stress. Or have time for MJF talking nonsense and thinking he's better than him when he clearly isn't. And then I'm going to be upset. And so to avoid that rant, guys, New Japan is definitely somebody I think I'm okay with him going to New Japan again. Because yeah. he's great. They playing on his but. top. They playing on Finn's top. And I just want to just put Nikki's comment, because she said about Impact. You know what? I think they would do him well. I think they would do him well. I just don't put it. Just, it can't be A. W. Hey, hey. But, guys, let's, because um, I just want a whole rant, like, four minutes of, like, shenanigans of SummerSlam, because I was hurt, okay, guys? I was hurt. Devastated. But I do think he would do well. Like, I will definitely not mind seeing him in, like, Alex Shelley. What? What? get in there once, that be, be a bigger, let's get that in there, but let's get into <laughs> we just want to, we want a whole thing, um, let's uh get into <laughs> NXT this week, okay guys, my bad, my bad, I just, you know, I had to bring that in, because Sunday was very stressful for me, it was, guys, Um, but let's get into NXT, so we did have some action right in it, right in going into some fast paced action between Mustafa Ali and Axiom, which I thought was pretty solid. What I did like is this wasn't a match that was, I was glad it wasn't really a squash match, because I was getting tired of um, NXT putting us in these squash. I'm like, what's the purpose of this match? Like, Axiom deserves better than a squash, and I even think Mustafa Ali deserves better than a squash, but he did have a bit of a fight ahead of him. I felt like this wasn't his, um, you know, I feel like he had a bit, it was a good back and forth, I feel. I, I feel like this wasn't something, you know, where it was like, oh, okay, we're going to be like upset about how this went. I do think, and I want to say, because I felt like this was completely like unne- Um, unnecessary. Apparently Scris appeared and I'm like, dude, nobody asked you for this. Like, why are you here, Reggie? Why are you here? taken up TV time. Like why? And so he popped out apparently to like distract Axiom, which um, you know, this is after Axiom wind up sending Mustafa into the announce table with a head scissors takedown off the apron, which like I thought was really fantastic. Um, there was also a moment that I liked that Mustafa caught Axiom with a jackhammer. But then Axiom kind of responded with a Canadian destroyer and did a moonsault, which I thought was really, really, really uh, fantastic. Apparently, Lucian Price and Bronco Nima, they'd come out to help scripts, which I really wasn't sure why he was there for any of. I was just like, what are we here for? What's happening? However, again, this was a really, really fantastic match. Um, Mustafa wind up, you know. I believe he like pulled his mask or something like that or pulled off. And then he did like a 450 splash uh, and he won the match. And then after he won the match, he did say that he was going after, you know, again, I guess properly after the North American title. Uh, And so I guess we'll see how that goes. But it, oops, sorry, guys. Um, And so um, I thought it was a really good open, uh, honestly. A really good, I think Mustafa Ali has always been really good with selling. Um, And letting people know, like, okay, and again, we have both been fans of Axiom. I feel like, again, this is the perfect way to kind of open up NXT this week. But what were your thoughts on this matchup? Oh yeah, they, that was so
0: good. Like, I, I mean, when, when I saw you kind of can tell when a match is going to be fire, like you see Mustafa and then you see Axiom, you're not going to be like, mm, you know, I don't know about this match that, that never crossed my mind once. Um, so it, it delivered exactly how I thought it would. I like the part where, um, Axiom's mask was kind of coming off and Mustafa's was like, I'm going to give you a minute, fix your mask, boom, pushes him off like Lion King. It was hilarious. <laughs> like i don't know it just cracked me up um this match was everything um that i expected it to be i'm just mad because i'm tired of axiom losing and scripts at this point axiom he needs to file a restraining order that's where i'm at with it because i'm done i am really i'm done and i feel like they've already started uh lucian price and uh bronco Nima off on the wrong foot like i feel like Scripps reggie is still trying to find out what's going on with him and then you put two people who just started with someone who still hasn't really figured out for themselves in NXT. You've already started them off on the wrong foot, in my like opinion. So it's just not working. It obviously seems like they're going to force Axiom to have another match with this man, probably at Heat Wave. And, you know, Bronco Nima and Lucian Price are probably going to have some type of interfering. And Axiom may lose. And I'm just over it. I'm over Axiom losing i'm over axiom being attached to scripts reggie whoever get them away get them away i'm done with it
1: yeah i'm gonna have to agree there i'm a little annoyed with um reggie being attached also it's just like i mean i guess you know here we are but otherwise it was a fantastic match like i said i did enjoy it uh which now leads us um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I I just feel like we don't need Reggie. We already knew Scripture's Reggie or whatever. I mean, everybody knew this. It wasn't really a thing for us. I just feel like he's trying to make himself relevant. We don't care. But first woman's action of the night was a match between Blair Darrenport versus Kalani Jordan, who was accompanied by um, Dana Brooke. And so this was a, you know, okay match, it wasn't bad. Um, Dana was kind of there along ringside to kind of cooch, uh, you know, Kalani on, on, but this was one of those things that's like, you know, it's really Kalani's like cool. And you can tell she really wants to like do bet. You can tell that's there. However, Blair Davenport is a lot more ruthless and more aggressive than Kalani is. And then she also did just, you know, She didn't lose to Roxanne at, you know, the last uh, at Great American Bash. So I feel like she definitely needed this um, section. Um, however, I think there was a moment uh, where Kalani, I think, got caught or something at the wrong time. And then she wound up, I think Davenport did like a double foot stomp and did a short arm strength, something like that. That was like, really cool. But otherwise, this was just something that kind of put you know, Blair Davenport on a better spot. Um, just just something to get her to do after losing to Roxanne because we already knew, like, she needed a win, but I don't think she'd have lost her. And the way that happened, I don't uh, feel like she uh, should have lost to Roxanne. And so this was, I guess, the perfect person. You're trying to hope Kalani to be more aggressive. Blair's the perfect person, but I'm not even sure if this was the right move because, you know... That Blair did win this uh, and then Dana also went after Blair with a belt and then she almost attacked Kalani as well, which I'm guessing is once again teasing this whole heel turn uh, that she's about to, um, I think she's going to probably have at some point I do think it's going to be a heel turn uh, but yeah, how? what are your thoughts on this uh, match?
0: Um, yeah, it was kind of like off a little bit um i mean i think the most exciting part about the match was the ending um with you know dana and honestly that photo of her chasing uh blair with the belt like honestly that's a whole meme i feel like i am going to use that um i i I, yeah i feel like um joseph i feel like the reasoning that, that they're putting dana with kalani is just like she's very popular and I feel like they're capitalizing off of the fact that the NXT crowd has been booing her and they want her to get more heat. And then when she, you know, eventually, you know, is fully like a heel, you know, then it'll be, you know, they can take that and move that to something else. Because that's my only thought process. Because I also, too, am a little confused as to why they kind of put them um, you know, together. But that I think that will be the only thing that will make the most sense. Um Kalani, like, I really, really like her. So, you know, she's getting more reps. I think she's so great. I think she's beautiful. I love her gear. I love how she's always matching it with her makeup. Like, she, it's 10 out of 10. Looks always 10 out of 10, honey. Um. So, yeah, I'm just excited to see where this goes. And honestly, the part where Dana almost hit her and the crowd goes, whoa, the one guy in the front with the gray shirt, he had me on the floor the entire episode. I have to say, like, he, bring him in every time, honestly, whoever that guy is. You're great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely agree with most of the points you said. I just, we'll see. I do think she needs to get a bit of a, more of a little bit of a backbone. But I think it's mostly just because she's, like, really nice. Like, it seems, like, sweet. And we don't need everybody to be a heel. But, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with her going forward. And so we then had some action for, you know, the Heritage Cup. Uh between Noam Dar and Tyler Bate. And so I thought, you know, this was a pretty decent match. Okay, like it, was, it, was, it wasn't bad. Um, again, this was one of these, you know, situations where you had two people who really know how to really bring it. So I thought the first round was really competitive. Uh, Tyler, however, won it, you know, uh, one I guess made his first win I guess for the for the first fall in the second round of this uh by doing his Tyler driver ninety eight and then you know there was a bit of a lot, like situation where I felt like there was like a long stretch with the knee area. Uh, and I believe Tyler wound up tapping out in the fourth round. I believe he tapped out during that. And so I still thought again this was like fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Um, this was also uh between rounds. Uh, Noam was like, which I thought <laughs> was like so extra that the metaphor was fanning him during this. Um, like between rounds, when Tyler was kind of just on his own, and I was like, all right. Um, it also seemed like at one point Tyler did hurt his left knee. I feel like a bad landing in like the third round. And I felt like Gnome used this kind of kicking at his knee during it, which allowed, uh, you know, the whole tapping and into happen in the fourth round and kind of, to me, shifted the pace for it. Um, This was also, I thought for me personally, that I feel like very few get the way this setup works for this better than these two. Um, and I thought this was done really well. With that being said, however, uh, Tyler Bray did, <laughs> he did win this, even though it's not really the real Heritage Cup. so I'm not really sure how this works, but he did win it. And Tyler did have the fake uh, Heritage Cup. Uh, and the thing is, him getting cocky, you known being cocky, is kind of what helped him uh, win this, I guess. However, we know this is not the real thing, so I guess we will see how this plays out. But he does have the fake um cup. However, later on during the night, Tyler would give the cup back um to him once Nathan Fraser, Frazier agreed to uh, fight him at Heat Wave. And then later uh Nathan also agreed that he owed Tyler beat at some point. And so I guess that's what we'll be beginning at Heat Wave one of the matches. But what? What's your thoughts on this matchup? Joseph, they both were champion. Um, I don't know what they both were
0: champion in, in reference to this. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's it's one of those things, because I really have to speak on this. I can't hold it on my chest too long. It's one of those things where it's not about the, t- the title making the man. It's about the man making a title. It's not about the cup. If Noam has it in his hands, that's the cup. That's how I see it. Um, And honestly, I feel like it's bullying now because Tyler knows that this is not a real cup, but it's a real cup for Noam. But you know it's not a real cup. So why are you even challenging him for this cup? You're bullying him. They're bullying Noam, and he's just trying to mind his business with his little cup. And here they come. (laughs) Tyler, you know I love you, but this is crazy. You should have left that man alone. I just can't believe what's going on here. Can I just say metaphor that entrance? My favorite entrance in WWE right now. Period. Right now. But why why? Tyler, why? Why? Give Noam. You know what? I wouldn't mind if they literally just went on for months of just Noam coming with a new cup and someone coming to take it from him. I wouldn't mind because I feel like it would be great TV. But also leave him alone. Let him have his little cup. Why are you bothering him? He just want to have his little baby, like his little boo thing. This is it's like it's bullying. It's borderline bullying. So it's, that's my thoughts.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I th- I, so i do think he can wrestle he does annoy me you know, they, i do like the entrance i really do i wouldn't call him a favorite but i like the entrance however like he's doing pure shenanigans because l- you lost my guy i feel like this is one of those situations you gotta take it in and breathe it like i lost but i thought it was a fantastic match i really did i, I feel like again this is one of those like Kylie B is mad dupe. let's see what they're gonna do with him um, I actually won't be upset if he was to beat Nathan Frazier. I wouldn't be upset about it. I'll be like, okay, well, you know. I think it needs, we'll to, happen. It needs I, to happen. I'm okay with it. I'm all right with with these with that if that happens. And so you know, we shall see. We shall see uh, how that plays out. But now this. Oh wait! Needs- Can I ask you a question?
0: Yes. Does Nathan Frazier not sound like Tom Holland? I need confirmation on this. Please. I just need confirmation. Like he does sound like Tom Holland, no? A, a,
1: a little, a little, I can I can hear. Like if you're I can I can I can see it. Oh shocked. He, he does. Tom Holland's my guy though, you know. Like one day, you know, I wouldn't mind being like, listen here, my one of my favorite Peters, because you did Sunnyside Queens well. I think a little, it's very little. It's, it's, it's very little. Um, Not like die hard, but that is also my guy. Um I mean, Zendaya, hello. But um, yes, I do think again, this was a fantastic match and we'll see what happens at heat wave. I do think I want to be, okay. I would be perfectly fine if Tyler Bate wins the heritage cup, honestly, uh, but we'll see what they're going to finally do with this whole weird fake cup, real cup thing. You
0: know what? You know what? Now it just came to my mind. I'm sorry, my brain is having all these thoughts. So from the first match to the second match, and then also with Dragonov and a few other things, is NXT UK not carrying right now?
1: I just had to say that. Oh yes, I definitely do think NXT is a UK. Excuse me, is carrying because right after, (laughs) right after this uh, match, we had a segment. With Mister Alan Dragunov and Trick Williams, so Trick did say he was going to challenge Alan Dragunov no matter what Carmelo said, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Again, Alan Dragunov come in with the suit, you know, hand the three P. I'm like, all right, my guy, okay, I'm feeling it, feeling it. Got the goatee on, just doing his thing. I, I was like, you know what, I, I I like it. I'm I'm okay with this. I am perfectly okay with this, and so. Alan Dragunov pretty much demanded Trick to meet him in the ring after an interview. And then they did, Trick kind of came out. And I do feel like he did a uh, trick for me, made himself feel really big time with this. Um, and I feel like, again, if you're trying to separate him now officially from Carmelo, having some of the Alan Dragunov is probably the perfect person to do this. And I feel like him, he can always kind of talk a big game. I feel like this was the perfect person to do this, but I really, um, I really personally thought this was really, really well done. Uh, there was, uh, I think Carmelo wanted to, like, uh, try to watch this whole exchange, uh, but Jack and Wesley interrupted. Um, and then when Carmelo left, this wound up having Jack and Wesley brawling in the room, which I wasn't really sure why uh, this was, like, necessary. Alan Dragunov also promised that he will end the Trick's career in two weeks. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. You just said all that, huh? And then he said, uh, Trick also said he was was not afraid of Alan Dragunov. Uh... And then Wesley told him to tell Melo that he was next. And I was just like, this seems like a lot happening right now. And then apparently Charlie, De- uh, Dempsey, Damon Campbell, and like made fun of him. And I just I didn't know what the extra part was. We didn't really need that. But I really thought this was a fantastic segment set up for Heat Wave. Um, I do think, again, this is Riley do or die for Trick Williams as far as showcasing what he can do. Like, we've seen him been doing stuff slowly without Carmelo even with Carmelo also solo, but this will probably really set it for him. And so I'm excited for this matchup. What were your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Trick definitely uh, made this feel big time for him, like this uh, whole segment. And, you know, Dragonov obviously, at first, I'm not gonna tell you, it took me a minute to get on the bandwagon because I feel like he didn't have a hold on his character. It was just like a dude who could wrestle with red contacts. That's what I was getting from him in the beginning. Now it's like he's in his Zoom. Every morning he's getting in his Zoom. He is on point. Like he's so invested in the character. And I have to say again, the goatee. The goatee needs its own shout out as well. And I will continue. I can. I will continue to shout out the goatee because it matters. Dragonoff, I am a fan. I am a fan. Okay. You. He definitely, there's no reason why Dragunov should lose. He definitely should not lose this match. I think, you know, Trick should definitely be made to look really, really good, 100%. But I still don't think that Dragunov should lose. Dragunov is in, he's in a, like, I can't even explain it, but he's in a, he's in a, it's something like you, you, you cannot make him look bad right now. He needs to stay on this track. Yeah. He is this was great. And I think the match is going to be like exceed our expectations. It's going to be amazing. And I'm really excited for trick for him to like, you know, separate himself from Carmelo. Who who knows where that goes? Because I, I would hate for it to see him kind of like turning or Carmelo. Like, I don't know. One of them is going to turn. It has to like, it just feels like one of them is definitely going to turn. I just cannot pinpoint who at this point, but yeah, I love the segment.
1: Yeah. I, I, Definitely think Alan Dragunov should win this. <laughs> I I do think he should win this. And again, this is mostly me just being like I like Trick, but Alan Dragunov is my guy. And I felt like you know why well, would have been okay if he would have beat Carmelo just because he again my guy. Um, I'm okay with him just doing like I feel like this is a different type of Alan Dragunov and he needs to kind of continue being like unlike somebody because you see you just brought up you just brought up Cor- Corbin and let me just throw it up in there. Instead of doing shenanigans like Baron Corbin was taking time to go into the woods, doing shenanigans, you got Alan Dragunov coming, proving who he is every week, and that's what you need. That is what you need. And so if you're going to get some Alan Dragunov doing what he needs to be do, I feel like he needs to witness. I do think he needs to stay up on top. Uh, but yeah. I'm excited for this match definitely excited uh, for this Uh, but before we continue guys we got some words for our lovely Boss Lady CEO TK Trinidad
2: Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here Boss Lady of Women's Wrestling Talk and I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options plus you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, Wow Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now.
1: You heard from our lovely CEO. We have so many shows almost every single day of the week. And we are so grateful for you guys always hanging out with me and Shay, but also all the other fabulous hosts we have um, on Women's Wrestling Talk. And I have been trying to catch up with all the comments I have been seeing because we did have a few hosts at Slam doing their things. In particular, uh, Emily May. And Nikki Bougie, who was doing the damn thing at SummerSlam. And so again, we appreciate you guys and love you guys for absolutely all the support you guys have been giving us as a group. Uh, and so yeah, don't see I won't even get into a whole wreck because I could about the waste that was Baron Corbin wasting my time talking about he was going to the woods, like he's gonna do something, like he was about to come back aggressive, like he's about to be some ruthless aggression, like John Cena said years ago. He gave none of that, he gave none of that just shenanigans. So I am at least Alan Dragonov came in ready. He came in like ready to lay that, lay it down. Okay. I'm just, you know, Baron clearly needs to take some notes. He need to take all the notes, all the notes. But this now leads us into our next match, which was Ron Wagner versus Braun Breaker. And so, no. It, it never does make any sense, guys. It's just a waste of TV time. So I thought, for me personally, I didn't really like it. wasn't so. There was an interview with Ron Wagner. Did promise to put Braun Breaker through a table, uh, and it seemed like Braun Breaker on the way did not really seem to impress. It actually seemed to me that the crowd was more interested in tables being involved than what was going on, and. I guess it didn't help that Ron Wagner did all this about sending people through tables. I'm like, how do you come in just starting with that just automatically? Like, you just putting your, you making things be a lot more than it needs to be. However, with this being said, I do think this was probably one of Ron Wagner's best match to date. And it might have been um, because of Ron Where um, well, I was like, okay. Um, I do, you know, think that he did a little better. Uh, Trying to go against Braun, but again Braun obviously is the more credible and better of the two in this regard, and so that was very clear. That everything that was going on, Braun Breaker wound up doing the spear, and he did beat Von Wagner. However, after Chris Braun tried to attack Mister Stone, and then Ron Wagner did save him by taking braun breaker and power bombing him into the announcer table and so i guess braun did go through a table just not during the match and i guess after promising all of that that you know ron wagner was doing and he promised the, the universe of nxt that i guess everybody got the nxt semi table announcer table i guess whatever but i thought this was his best match to date but i was not surprised with braun winning what were your thoughts um, on this match like, honestly, this was
0: a good match for him. And it's funny because his last good match was actually against Braun Breaker also. Um, so now we got to subtract Braun and see what goes on. Um, I, I I can't get with this because what? what so you're just going to put people through tables all the time? What else? You, you Like, you're just going to have to have stipulation table matches all the time? Because that's the only time when the crowd is getting hyped. We gotta put somebody through a table. We need. We get a, We need something else. We, we need something else. Like, and I, I just don't understand. He was so hyped about it. Like, yeah, put we do the table. But you lost. But you lost the match. You lost the match. What, what? What's your? What's your record for the year? I need to know what his record is for the year, so we can get to the the bottom of this. Because, because how many people put through a table really don't matter at the end. The, the X's and the O's, it don't matter. I, I hate to break it to you. I was laughing because. When, when Braun, when Braun was asked, did you hear what he said? He said what he said. Cause he don't care because this is, this is um like, come on now. Braun got other things to be doing. He really do. Honestly, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't know how Braun's going to respond because you know, Braun is a prideful man, you know, bully Braun. I don't know if he's just going to take that lying down. So are we going to get a tables match maybe at heat wave? And if they dare. Have Vaughn go over that man. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to have to report them to the Better Business Bureau. And I'm dead serious. Because this is getting out of hand.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree there. I'm not sure why he keeps putting tables in there. <laughs> but okay. Do you, Ron? I mean, I don't know. Do you? It's just, we'll see. Yeah, he got tabled after. Imagine if that was the step, like, somebody paid with, like, okay, I'm paying to see somebody go through the match and it's after. And it's like, oh, my bad, guys. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, but we, you know, whatever. I just, Braun clearly won that as you should have. Um, and I told you, I have never been really interested in Ron Wagner. I don't know why to keep with the shenanigans. Um, but, yeah. Next, we have some tag team action. With Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, accompanied by Fallon versus Drew Garlic and Charlie Dempsey. And so I thought, uh, so apparently Drew and Charlie made fun of Hank and Tank. And then Brooks and uh uh and Josh decided that they will challenge them. And apparently Damon ignored. Uh was I, I'm just okay, this is where we're going with this. So this is what happened. We haven't really seen which call it in a little minute since that whole thing, uh with so I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so, um this is okay. I felt like while Drew and Charlie had the, uh, I felt like Josh and Brooks had more speed. And so while they were a little bit more powerful as far as they're more technical, I do think that this was like this is kind of what makes Josh and Jensen kind of stand out. Excuse me, Josh and Brooks more stand out because they are pretty uh, you know, they speed really well, but then they also um can do what they need to do. I do think this match was kind of short. Um just because and it's unfortunate because I felt like these were actually for guys who can wrestle and do what they need to do. And so it was a short match. Uh, there, but I think this kind of set up, if anything, for Damon Kemp to work with uh, Charles and Drew Galleck. Uh, Damon Kemp wound up saving saving them actually by suplexing Brooks Jensen outside, which allowed him uh, set him up to get like a bridge and dragon suplex to take the win. Um, and so we haven't seen, you know, Brooks and uh, Jensen for a little bit. I think since Stan and Deliver, was it? It's been a little been a little minute since we've seen them. And so to have them lose is kind of weird also because <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll see uh, how that's going to play out. But I did think it was good for what it was. I do think this is mostly like it was an obvious win, but it is kind of, you know, weird that we haven't really seen them. And then they also lose the matchup considering we have not seen them since Standing the Deliver. It's been a little minute. And, you know, with all of that, it's like you don't want to lose one of the better tag teams in the brand. I feel like they're definitely a good tag team and it shouldn't have been where we see them and, oh, they take a loss. I, I don't really know how I feel about that. But clearly this has set up this whole working thing with Damon and, um, you know, Charlie and Drew Gallagher. So I guess we will see what happened. But uh, what were your thoughts on this matchup? Um, Can we just say, I just want to go back to this real quick.
0: My God, this bridge. I'm sorry. I just had to say this. And this also adds to my other thought of they need to start putting a little bit more stock behind Charlie Dempsey. I think that he's been on the back burner way too long. He's way too talented for it. So I actually am excited about them, you know, adding in Damon because I think he's so diabolical and he will definitely get them into some foolery and... It, but good foolery, not the bad foolery, the good foolery that will, you know, start putting some stock behind Charlie because I think he's so good. And I just hate how he hasn't really been like a main feature, really. He's just kind of like in the back burner, uh, you know, here and there with, you know, chase you or, you know, there and whatnot. No, we need him a little bit more to the forefront. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is a cute match. Um, Briggs and Jensen, you know, I like them. I do agree with you. They are a great tag team. They have such good chemistry. And they already have such a lock on their characters as well. Like, they're just fully locked in, you know, fully locked in. But I just think maybe it's just, like, they had a lot of screen time for a good long portion. And maybe now they want to focus on other people to have some time. So, I can't really fault them too much. They've been on, I think they've been on level up here and there. So, it's like, you know. You know, they just given that time. I think this is the time that maybe Charlie Dempsey could use because he's been on the back burner. So you know what? If we switching out for a little minute, I'm alright with it. What we really need to talk about is where is Malik Blade and Idris Sanofi? That's that's really what I want to know. Where where are they? Because they really have not gotten long term time. Like Briggs and Jensen, they have had long term storyline time. Yeah. I don't feel like Idris and Malik have. But you know what? I'm talking about people that it wasn't even on the show this time. But I'm just saying they should have been.
1: Okay yeah no I, I I agree there I definitely do think um that as far as Idris I do think we need to see them as well but I also no I'm sorry see, I was trying to you know keep my thoughts no 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 let's not blame her for their shenanigans like you I don't need to go on for a long time people lose women every day baby. every day You know, we lose people all the time that we like, Ooh, it's my boo. And then it's not your boo. And you're like, oh, okay, well, sucks. But you move on. Um, And so I just I don't think they should have (laughs) lost. But, you know, we'll see what. And I do agree with Char. I do think he definitely shouldn't be part of a tag team. I stand by that. I've said it before. Um, But I guess this is what, you know, we're going to have to uh, guess what we're going to go with this. Um, and so there was also a little segment with the schism promise to get the Kree brothers, even if they needed to turn NXT upside down. And then they were attacking. And <laughs> And they threatened the family as well before, you know, they kind of backed down from them. And so I was like, I mean, okay, I guess. And so this was a matchup with Ivy now versus Kiana James. Some more ladies action for the night. And so this was okay, you know, not Terrible, I guess. Um, Ivory now definitely fought through. This was kind of one-sided to me Uh at first, and I really wasn't. I thought it was very smart for Kiana to kind of start really quick. She threw her bag at Ivory and attacked her, and like, and I thought this showed, you know. She also sent her left shoulder into the still post, which I thought was pretty cool because it showed that you know she's growing, and but this, you know, wasn't too. Really, lo- a long match, and I and I felt like, you know, this was unfortunate because we might have could have really gotten something, especially when you kind of see the growth, for what you know, both. I feel like Kiana has grown, but also to kind of see every time we see them, to think they get to show how Ivy really can do outside of her group, they do some shenanigans. And so anyway, Ivy wind up locking in a dragon sleeper, but Eva did come out and remove, pretty much removed. Uh, grabbed her leg, which allowed Kiana to hit the deal breaker, which is her new finisher, may I add, to seal the deal. And so I was like, okay, Kiana, somebody been grinding, somebody uh, been working. I thought this was, again, a really solid match because it showed both that Ivy and Kiana have uh, grew, grew in the ring. It's unfortunate, though, because... The interference. And while it does make sense story-wise, since they're looking for the Cree brothers and Ivy now deal with them, I guess them doing that and kind of demanding, because the schism did grab Ivy and demand it with the Cree brothers. And then Tony D'Angelo and Stax wind up having to come out and make the save. And so it's unfortunate because you want to see Ivy do well without them. But then it's also like they keep bringing her, reeling her back into that. And so it's like, are you guys gonna give them the option to really do what, what she's supposed to do? But I also liked, again, that Kiana really did her thing here um, as far as you can see that she's getting better in the ring. And maybe that's why she was gone for a little bit, but I, I'm like, okay, Kiana, all right, sis. I like that she's gotten better. It's what you always want to have. But the family did come and break this up. And so clearly this is all for the storyline purposes. Uh, But what were your thoughts on this matchup? I guess I put this up Uh, on this matchup and also the segment with the schism. Um,
0: So I got to talk about the schism segment. Why was that man, why they stripped that man and beat him up? Like, I know somebody saw in the back when that man was just in his boxes and they beat him up. Why was it just this one man? Why was he singled out like that? I wonder, like it really was something that was like boggling my mind. because I just don't understand what was going on. Um, they was really searching for the creeds. Like it was a strip search. Um, that was weird to me. They really was going hard. I was scared. Um, in terms of the match, Kiana, I've been saying, I love her, I love her down. Like I really do. I've been saying since the Iron Survivor match, she was, besides obviously the winner, Roxanne, she was like the breakout person from that match she is so underrated in that ring she's so good she's just getting better and better and better i i'm i I, as i said on my on my twitter i that is a kiana james stan account nothing more is a stan account for kiana james and it will it will continue to be it will continue to be um and then also, Ivy, girl, I just need something. I need something to change. I'm like, she just keeps losing. It's like, I thought with the creeds uh, being gone, there'll be some refocus there. But obviously, I know like, you know, schism, they had some dealings in it. But even before that, it, I feel like she even was still her head wasn't in it even before they interfered. So it's just like, I really thought that we would start to see something different. But I guess this is just leading to, you know, the creeds coming back. And now with the family helping out, I see this ending as the family helping the creeds when the creeds finally reveal that they aren't actually exiled. And once everything's done with the schism, they'll say, hey, thanks for helping us. So how about a tag title match? I That's why I see this going. That's why I see this going, creeds versus the family for wherever, whenever that will be. Because um, I don't think it will be for heat wave. I think it's going to be a little bit, whatever is the, next event after that which is what no mercy i think so so yeah
1: yeah i i guess we'll see i i do think that i grew to the part with the guy he definitely did and i wasn't really sure why he didn't get helped. and i'm like oh all right well okay (laughs) like nobody seemed concerned uh at all and i'm just like so this is what have we not learned you know, nothing from the NXT stuff. He legit, like, I. nobody helped. I was really, I was shocked. And I did see your tweets because you was definitely, you was definitely like, what's going on? You definitely was. But I was like, i just not even going to help the poor guy. Like, I mean, I guess this is what we're doing. But with that being said, I'm. I, I guess we'll see what they're going to do with all of this. I feel like this seems to be a very roundabout way to handle stuff. I really feel like it's a super roundabout way to do all of this. And I do agree with this comment. I don't know what she needs, but she needs something to get. It's just it's unfortunate. I don't know if it's like she needs something with personality. I think her wrestling is pretty solid. I Maybe that's what it is. I, I'm not sure. But, um, you know. we shall see, we shall shall see, (laughs) we shall see, and so there was a segment afterwards where Tiffany was starting, was talking to Miss Kinsey Mitchell, uh, as far as trying to figure out what her next opponent was, but apparently she only seemed, uh, concerned about her next outfit, which, you know, I can rant, but I will not, I will behave myself, uh, (laughs) what were your thoughts on that segment? I don't know what
0: this means, because it feels like who is going to be her next opponent? Like, I'm actually very lost. I don't think they're going to go back to the Thea thing. I think that that's something else going on. I I don't even want to—we'll we'll get to that when, when we get to that. But I just don't know who's going to be her next opponent. But it doesn't seem like she's mentally locked in. I mean, Roxanne seems like she's being built back up. So maybe that's something that could be revisited. Um,
1: I don't know, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you already know my thoughts on her, like, not being the best when it comes to promos. But we have to deal with it because people like her as a champion, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, here we are, stuck with her talking about outfits and not doing anything a champion should be doing. Uh, But (laughs) this now leads us to the last match. Um of uh, the night. So first, before we get into that, our Rey Mysterio was there congratulating Roxanne on her win and also gave Thea Hall a pep talk. Um And I don't know, I didn't really get the impression that Thea was really happy about that. Uh, Lyra um, also called out Rhea Ripley for manipulating her into doing what, you know, she wanted. which was just like, I mean, whatever. Um... And then we also had Mysterio uh, talking up Dragon Lee before they headed to the ring. And so this, you know, was, uh, I thought, a pretty solid match. I did see some nonsense. Like, I keep seeing these prison dom stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I don't let this go with prison dom who did not go to prison. But anyway, I thought this was uh, a pretty solid match. I thought Dragon Lee did fight really hard. Uh, and, you know, I do think Dom has been working a little bit over time. I think he has been getting uh, better and better. And I think obviously, you know, having wrestling Dragon Lee made him a little, a lot better. I do think that he has definitely been looking more of a champion, uh, especially with the fact that he's having these events, uh, these matches with like main event type or rising stars. And I think that was pretty good. And I do think for Dominic, this was probably his biggest match in NXT so far because you had Dragon Lee, and Dragon Lee is, like, you know, pretty solid. Um, but there was a moment where Rhea Ripley and Rey did stay each other down and this wind up letting Dragon Lee catching Dom with a baseball slide. Uh, I think Dominic already tr- also tried to take off Dragon Lee's mask. It was like, all right, he's doing the absolute most, the absolute most, Um, And then um, what I did, I guess, you know, like is Rhea Ripley always seems to be like involved. Um, There was a situation where Dragon did a powerbomb to Dominic Mysterio, and it almost, almost looked like this could have went a very different way. However, Ruby Ripley did hit him with her lower women's world title, and then Dom did a a Michiniku driver to retain his title. However, because of this... Um, Lyra also felt the need to kind of come out so. <laughs> during this and, uh, you know, that was a whole nother thing in itself where I was like, okay, okay, I guess this is what we're going to do with them and uh, Ripley and Lyra Valkyria, so I guess we'll see where it's going to go. But she did come out. very mysterious. I don't know why he was dead looking depressed like my guy. I, I mean, I like you, but I didn't really understand why the dramatics. This is mad drama for no reason. Um, but Lyra did come out and kind of sent Rhea, you know, packing, if you will. And so clearly, this is going to be like some kind of thing going on with the two of them. We shall see, which is um, I think Lyra working with Rhea Ripley is a good thing for Lyra, honestly, because I love Rhea Ripley. Um, And I think this, if anything, will help elevate her as well. Um, And so we shall see what's going to happen with that. But otherwise, I can agree that I do think um, Dominic Mysterio is definitely, you know, getting better with stuff. Uh, And so what were your thoughts on this matchup? So I'm going to start from the very beginning because,
0: I, you know, I got to talk my talk. Um thea girl i am tired of it like the whole well your son did this did you still love him girl just just transfer leave chase you i'm done i don't want to hear no more of it i'm so over it girl leave and as i said before if you really wanted a title shot go find tiffany you go find her keep fighting her eventually somebody will give you a title shot it really works like that i promise you it does enough like i can't hear it no more I can't, I can't. It's been we going on week three enough. No, in the towel. Ray wouldn't throw in the towel for me. I've seen Ray do some stuff when he gave up for other people in the past. I can't say it specifics, but I'm sure it's happened. So don't say that, Thea, because you don't know what you're talking about on that point. Like I I can't I can't hear it anymore. I really, really cannot hear it anymore. Next week, I need solutions. I don't want to hear no more questions i need solutions thea i'm telling you moving into the match lyra nobody's hope i'm like Rhea. maybe said hey you know do your thing like get better you know you know like don't let you know jc punk you out she didn't tell you it wasn't like she demanded she was just giving you advice so now you're trying to jedi mind trick us all talking about you trying to control me girl that's not what happened now now you're just making stuff up now you just make stuff up, but if you want to make stuff up, so you could be like, oh, maybe you should just give me a title shot. If you want a title shot, just say that, Lyra, because I know that's where you're going. We're getting Rhea versus Lyra at Heat Wave for the title. I feel it in my bones. I really do. The match itself, I loved it. I think Dominic has been having his best matches in NXT, like ever. I think his best match ever was with Rey. Um at Mania, sorry. But I feel like he's been having some of his best matches in general, also in NXT. Um, and obviously this match with Dragon Lee is no different. I think it's it's really great. I, I'm I'm really happy. I enjoy Dom as um a champion, unless he does something crazy with Finn, then it's smoke. But for now, I'm enjoying Dom as North American champion. I really am. Um, and I just I want to see where this goes. Like Who's gonna? I now I'm like, who's gonna take the title from him? Like I'm really wondering who is it gonna be? Like that is like on my mind. Do they give it to Masafa? Like I don't know. I don't know, but we will see. We really will, and I really want to see who he's gonna face at uh Heat Wave as well. Also, so there's a lot of things. Um, I, I really enjoyed this episode altogether. Like great episode. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. I'm, I, I, I you know, I was surprised only because I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. And sometimes NXT has a habit of, you know, they put uh, people in these positions to be champion, and you are like, then they lose it. You're like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, that's what we're going with this. Uh, and so I was like, all right, but I like that everybody don't like Tom. And so it makes it a little bit better because it's like everybody, everybody's already upset at, you know, Dom as it is. Um, and so him being the champion, but actually he's so far, he's a fighting one. He, he's been he's been wrestling. Can't really complain about that. Uh, I, I'm all for it. So we'll see how long. And I'm kind of have to agree. I would love to know who's going to beat him now because it's like, oh what else can what else are we gonna do here if if, you know that's not if that's not where we're going with this so but agreed i think this was a fantastic episode for the most part it did make up for the shenanigans that got to get on SummerSlam with like holy just their freaking katrina's soul like no other um but you know whatever this is what they give us i guess you know uh, but, you guys, as always, we truly appreciate you guys hanging out with us every Thursday. Uh, tell Shay, everybody, where they can find you and what you got going on.
0: I just wanted to comment wanted on to what talk. Jeffrey's saying, because I, I think we yep, did yep. Uh, graze over that. Yep. Um, Wesley, you have anger issues. I love you, Wesley, but you do. I don't understand where this is going. I think he's going to maybe challenge Carmelo for the title at Heat Wave. Like I really think that's where this is going. DiJack, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe it'll be like a triple threat. Watch your fingers though. DiJack, watch your fingers. You remember last time just calm down. Um but yeah, no I I it was it was a cool segment with him and uh, Carmelo um and and DiJack and I DiJack just cracks me up. Like he's so funny. He's so unserious. Like does no one laugh every time DiJack speaks. Uh, but I just had to say that, like not in a good way, not like laughing at him, but like I'm laughing with him because I know he's doing it on purpose. And why was Eddie Thorpe in the damn woods? Why does everyone go to the damn woods when they lose? But I had to try to get out there. You can catch me at eleven o'clock tonight for the challenge after show. That's returning. That'll be on popular review and i will be with bad guy jack you can catch a new episode of the big popular podcast on monday spotify and apple and then you can catch me right back here talking a lot
1: <laughs> I, I you mentioned just because you said about the eddie i don't know why everybody goes to the woods but i'm getting tired of it they're gonna stop getting shenanigans stop going to the woods there is nothing for you all right do you want to meet the big bad wolf Do you want to say hi to Red Riding Hood? Do you want to see Dora Explorer? I don't know what's happening in the woods, but let it go. Let it go. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Okay? Tired. Um, With that being said, (laughs) you can find me on InCatMeTrust in most social media. Uh, Threads, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. E is a three. Um, you can also catch me on Mondays uh, for WoW Superheroes Recap Show, though I will not be there <laughs> for the next two weeks. I have stuff happening, so I will be off for the next two weeks. Um, but I always try to have everything set up for everybody to get it together. Uh, and then normally on Thursdays, you will catch me uh, doing NXT with my 20 twin. Uh, again, everybody's favorite duo. Uh, uh, on Thursdays, but again, I will have two weeks off and tomorrow because we had to push it back because you know mom stuff uh we will be doing the final episode of dark side of the ring with marty janetti and you know it was a it was a it was an episode as we knew it would be it, it was <laughs> most certainly an episode and so we will be uh on upr and in cat we trust talking about the last episode of dark side of the ring tomorrow at 8 8 30 i believe so check uh, that out. But again, we truly, truly, truly love you guys and appreciate you guys for always hanging out with us, always making us laugh, always making it such a fun time. We love you guys. And we will see you guys. Well, not me <laughs> next week, but I will see you guys you I in all my love. But make sure you still support us always because hello, hello, you know, do all that stuff. But we will catch you guys later. <laughs> Bye, guys.
2: Women's Wrestling Talk